0: You are listening to the Fun and Profit for the Active Entrepreneur podcast, episode 25, a very special conversation with Shelley Hawkins of The Self-Connection. Welcome to the Fun and Profit for Active Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Paula G. Join me as we explore what it takes to get you out from behind your desk and endless to-dos so you're feeling more vibrant, alive, and engaged. In your business, and in your life. Well, I am so jazzed to have Shelly here today. Uh, first, let me tell you a little bit about her. Shelly Hawkins, MS, is a founder of her company, The Self-Connection, and creator of Your Soul in Business, to liberate the human spirit and help empathic leaders, influencers, and possibility thinkers craft soulful and thriving business relationships and lives. As an intuitive business mentor, best-selling author, teacher, and entrepreneur, Shelley has helped thousands of people transform themselves in their passion to live their true nature and potentials. I can personally say that I met Shelley a number of years ago in person through a, a mutual friend, and he said to us, oh, you're going to totally hit it off. And and we did. And I had the b- great fortune uh, to work with Shelley for an extended period of time, a handful of years ago, and most recently for, for a few sessions. And what I can say, although God knows if I can articulate it, is that working with her is so powerful because of the ways that she works on the energetic and the levels that you you don't even know are at play in your life, but yet they're there. Uh, and it's really empowering and practical. And to me, it has really not only healed some things that were really painful and helped me move through things uh, that were painful and getting in in my way, getting that last bit done it 's also opened me up to a new creative way of looking at intentions and co creating the things that I do with uh, not only my greater purpose but like the other forces in the universe you know that come to our aid, if you will. So I could go on and on, uh, but I won't, I will let our conversation do the talking. So without further ado, let's listen in to my conversation with (laughs) Shelly. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, Shelly. I'm so excited to have you here today.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, for people who, who haven't met you yet, uh, can you tell us just a little bit about, uh, like on your website, I love the way you phrase it, wake up calls and back background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us a little about, you know, how you arrived at
1: where you are now. Uh-huh. How I arrived. Um, well, there's been many arrivings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know, my, my, first degree, my bachelor's degree was in business and communications and interior design. And, um, I realized in college that I really wanted to have my own business and it was interesting. Um, just a brief story on that, Vain is that when I first started taking my business courses, cause I got to make, I basically made up my own degree. It was interdisciplinary studies oh, and nice. liberal arts. And so I, yeah. And you know, the professor wasn't necessarily supposed to tell me, but <laughs> she said, and, you know, uh, and me being a little bit of that rebel, I had to, I created it. And so it's like a major and two minors. And, but the, I started my business courses and I did not care for the professor that was there, and I kind of waited it out and stalled it out. And to my um, good fortune, they hired a new business professor, um, I think my junior year. And so I crammed everything in the last couple of years, and I had this phenomenal person that was this the way he worked in terms of business was very um, – I, I, didn't use the term then, but I would use the term now, a, a kind of conscious, engaged sort of perspective, this active, um, creative kind of way. And, and I, there was a course in there called organizational behavior, which I just, I think that's where I was discovering how much, in a different way, how much I loved working with people and under, understanding human behavior. Although that had been part of my life from the beginning, so those were my roots. And then after college, I knew, you know, I didn't want to pursue interior design. Um, I went back to school right away and went for, for graphic design. I started working in that, and I got into these, you know, these situations where the building was brand new, and I already had traditional allergies and things like that. I had a pretty sensitive system. And um, that combined with the relationship I was in created a pretty stressful situation. And I, I, it took me, I don't know, three years or more to find out a diagnosis, but I was developing environmental illness or multiple mm. chemical sensitivity. So within three years out of college, I was starting to develop that. And that started a whole journey of about eight, ten years of Illness. I had to let go of pretty much everything in my life. I had to quit my job. I chose to quit my job. I mean, either that or get sicker. And I wanted to heal. And the journey was, you, you know, I went the natural route, doctor after doctor. And it, what I finally landed on in the process, you know, I, I was energy medicine. I during those years, I was very pretty early on. I was seeing the metaphysics of it, I was starting to see that even though I needed physical healing, I was seeing it like a spiritual journey, sort of a soulful journey. And so, and the beauty of it is that as when energy medicine finally showed up, um, and the way this particular woman was working with me was, um, in, in the realm of energy psychology, we were clearing, quote unquote, these all these chemical sensitivities and and whatnot, allergies and so forth that had shown up and developed. But it was an emotional liberation. I was changing mm-hmm. greatly as a person. And when I came out of that, and and by the way, I, by the time I found her, I still I worked with her twice a week for almost two years. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was an intense thing. And uh I I said to myself, there is something in this that is about my path going forward. I, I want to bring this kind of liberation to other people, this freedom. And so I started on a, I put a of paper on the wall and started collecting quotes and everything that was meaningful to me. And at the end of a year, I synthesized it down into a few bullet points of this is what I want my work and my business to contain. And it had to include a tool that did something along the lines of what she did. Only I wanted it to be different because I wanted it to be in the hands of my clients as well. Um, within three months tapping or emotional mm-hmm. freedom te- technique showed up on my radar screen. Gary was the founder was still teaching at that time. And I dove in and got the certification and train, went to all the master's workshops on healing serious diseases and addictions and living your potential and so on and so forth. So I was, I was, um, grateful to train when Gary the founder was still doing a lot of the trainings. Um, and he's a very thorough engineering kind of mind. Um, but anyway, I went through all the master's workshops on healing disease and serious disease and healing addictions and, um, Got the certifications in it. It was a deep dive in understanding human behavior, but from a really different perspective in terms of the energetics and how the the brain and every, and the body mind spirit works together, and the the way we hold um, perceptions, wounds, traumas, and how it affects um, our entire ability to express our potential and i worked for the first few years in all kinds of you know emotional physical things people were healing from all kinds of things from high blood pressure to um to depression to i addressed i also worked with allergies and so forth and then then i started gravitating back to more of my business roots where i really wanted to help people um I loved that bigger vision of when people wanted to live their potential or, you know, express themselves, um, in a bigger way. So that's when I started evolving my company into working more as a coach and, um, and a, and a mentor and focused it more toward, you know, entrepreneurs, but leaders, influencers, uh, possibility thinkers, you know, everything still comes in the door, you know, because business, Brings up everything, but um, it's a. That's where my focus is now. Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
0: Yeah, it totally does. Okay. Um, but I was going to say, I I really like. Well, first of all, I, I'm excited to hear the background because I've never heard the whole through story <laughs> before. Even oh, though, okay, yeah, even though I've heard bits and and, and pieces, and I, I, I. What I love about it is the organic evolution of it, like from roots back mm. to roots, but yet different, you know, from yeah. a whole different uh person mindset way of thinking about it than, um, than perhaps you had when you started, or I'm sure you had
1: <laughs> a different. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody could have told me I've been doing, I'd be doing this when I grew up. <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, I know. Because yeah. um, one of the words that uh struck me in your online story of, of your wake-up calls was this idea of life rhythms. I, I don't know, that just word like jumped off the page at me because I, I like the idea of rhythm versus some sort of prescribed thing. How about that? And, and so, um, uh-huh. so it jumped off the page at me. Does it have a special meaning and significance to you?
1: Yes, it does. Actually, the name of my first business was Cadence Healing, Mm. And ca- cadence has to do with a particular rhythm. It's usually lo- used in terms of um, horses, a particular gallop, you know, their cadence to their gallop.
0: Same for cyclists. It, I'm just saying, road cyclists, what's your cadence? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's also used in music, which is mm-hmm. close to my heart. Um, and I, there was, that's been at the core of my message um, from the beginning of my work is that people connecting with themselves to live, to discover their true life rhythm and navigate their life from the inside out. Um, and yeah, it's interesting you pulled that out because <laughs> yeah, that that's in one way or another, that's at the core of what I'm about all along.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think of rhythm, like people will talk about work life balance. Well, there's no such thing, but there's this, this right. rhythm that can happen, there's an integration that can happen, um, and same with uh, you know when I think about like just a, a rhythm and a flow to a to a day. I yeah. mean, we started off this call by me saying it's been a really odd Monday, but you know that <laughs> rhythm and flow that either's there or that's not, and 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 what we can learn from that even just by being aware of it, and then of course your work takes it um, to such cool different depths.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, and I've always, I I agree, you know, the balance word is um, a misnomer, whereas I like the word dynamic, Um, or rhythm, like any, any song has, you know, some different rhythms that you're moving along with if you're playing as a, as the musician, Um, and that's the way life is, is that, because flow is, isn't like this constant it's being able to move as, as the rhythms shift and staying attuned to your own uh, music, mm-hmm. so to speak.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The music of life of your own life, your own thing.
1: Yeah, and then realizing you are one note in uh, you know an entire piece. So how you that your life is um, a beautiful effect hopefully a beautiful effect on others. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all in this together. Yeah, Yeah.
0: this is yeah. true. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah.
1: So who you become, who you are, matters. You're raising the entire sea with everything that you um, keep becoming and shifting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, your, your tagline about live yourself extraordinary, uh, mm-hmm. what does that mean to you? I know you do a lot of, you know, as intuitive business coach and mentor like what does that live yourself extraordinary mean Uh
1: uh-huh well I you know I do word searches when I pick a word like that and live yourself extraordinary extraordinary has to do with it's not so much having to be something big and huge it's being the uniqueness that you are so you know that could be as much a very quiet influence or quiet life, whatever fills your soul as, as much as a big influence on some international scale and and everything in between extraordinary is being um, the, the there's only one you and the extraordinary is giving us all the gift of your uniqueness. And it's so live yourself is to live who you are and the fullness of that uniqueness, the one expression that is only yours mm-hmm. and so how do
0: you think that that plays into the business owners that you mm-hmm. attract and then work with
1: Business is this one of the most creative things we'll ever do um, it's a fabulous whether it's your own business or your own work um, it it is if you get to do it soulfully or if you choose to do it soulfully, it's a wonderful avenue to express all that you are. Um, And that's what I'm doing in your soul and business is taking people to the essence of what their gift is. So they're not getting stuck on a form um, because it can take many forms throughout a day as well as a lifetime. Um, So this, um, I How we express it through business, who we become, business is this way of moving all our gifts and moving our expressions and developing our relationships and developing our potentials. And the people I work with are usually people who will say, you know, I don't do things the way other people do. Or, you know, I feel like I don't fit in the mainstream linear Mm -hmm. world. You know, great, great great. We have something to talk about. And I use the term um, empathic, Uh, you know, they're empathic leaders, influencers, possibility thinkers, entrepreneurs, you know, they can be, because my people are typically quite gifted in some sort of sentient way. Um, Maybe they kind of deny it. Maybe they're aware of it and they've stuffed it down. They're, they're, You know, Martha Beck kind of talks about them as being shaman born, so to speak, you know, but they are usually highly intuitive or they have some other way of, you know, with working in having some other forms of those sixth senses that they live by. And they're trying to figure out how only they lots of times they've been trying to live in a linear way. And they've had success, but it's been at a cost to themselves. And when they come to me, they're ready for another way of being to really draw out their gifts and, um, you know, no longer deny all these abilities and actually flourish with them and prosper with them. Mm. Mm,
0: Yeah. So, so what, can you share a little bit about what some of the people you've worked with, like what they've done and done with their lives and their work to kind of give that a more specificity. I can never say that word. I don't know why I try to, specific, but, yeah, specificity.
1: Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So a couple of stories. Um, one um, man I worked with was uh, he'd gone through bankruptcy, divorce, so on and so forth. And then he was working in, you know, trying to you, turn his life into a different direction. And he was working for a company, um, where he was a software salesman, and you know, at his heart, he was an entrepreneur. Um, but he, in this work, so he, the, he was. It was for a software company, and his clients were basically Japanese companies. And he traveled a lot to work with these people. And but he was finding himself on, you know, prob, sort of I think they called it probation, um, where he wasn't meeting his sales quotas. Yeah. Um, in conflict with his, or intention, let's say, with his clients, with his colleagues and so forth and as we worked on an energetic level and perspective you know I'm working intuitively he's bringing these concrete problems like um, I've got to change my relationships with my colleagues I've got to make more money I've got you know how do I change this and I also you know want to meet the love of my life this is really important to me oftentimes all of those go together business and that kind of relationship and as we worked energetically, we were dissolving the the wounds, you know, because how we hold the, that pain, how we hold belief, all of that, we hold cellularly as well. There's another difficult tongue twister sort of word. And, um, you know, in our minds, bodies, on an, in an energetic way. And as that dissolved so that, you know, the things that took place in his life that related to these goals that he had, you know, were certain, they were just memories without any negative charge on them. All, you know, the pain was gone. And he could now hang out in his true nature, you know, and have a different world view. Um, and so he could create something totally different. His relationships, things happened very quickly, actually. And, you know, the relationships with his colleagues evened out. He started within, a, a, you know, a year or so, I think he was the top salesperson. He had tripled his income. And, um, then he went on to, and he also crafted his own, you know, job while he was there, he was able to Mm -hmm. develop some really good relationships with his boss. And, and then he left that and went on to create his own business. Um, and is really enjoying that. Um, and, and for him, another piece of that was he was a very, um, caring, um, sort of um, male you know man Mm -hmm. and one of the pieces that kept running that that he didn't realize but when he brought the like the money problems and the these other relationship problems to our calls some of what was going on was his own um resistance and wounds and so forth to being the actual caring person that he was and there was you know we have plenty of beliefs around that well, I'm a man, I'm in the corporate world, I can't behave that way I can't that, let that show you know and as that dissolved um, and he was bringing so that he could be his caring self and it wasn't coming out in some distorted way he you know people naturally related to him, and things just came a lot easier, including the love of his life and Um, one day that was when 15 minutes, like the end of a call, he was like, you know, can we work with, um, so there's this woman I met (laughs) 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 and you you think this will work for this? And I'm like, really? You know, after all we've done, you have to ask that, but you know, it was a very personal, intimate subject. And he had, they were very much in love, and she wanted to get married and He kept coming up with well it 's just a piece of paper you know he still had quite a bit of resistance there that we went away with you know in just the last few minutes of the call as we worked together, and his fear was, is it can I really be this happy, and is it really safe mm-hmm. um, coming from a, a you know some uh, you know old event when he was pretty little and um he called me three days later, and they were engaged, and you know eloped a month later and <laughs> so and they are very happily you know in love four or five years i think it's five years later now you know um so that's that's one example I'm happy to give you more if you <laughs> that's love the, it.
0: that's the example example of the speed at which Shelley's able to help shift things at least based on my experience since I've been blessed to work with you a little bit along the way too so that's why I laugh at the oh you know
1: (laughs) thank you Paula I love that yeah you know I there's other stories like one woman you know we worked with a couple of things she was a high level coach in a healthcare industry but kept hitting the ceiling and finding herself in these dysfunctional um, environments and she knew she was the common denominator And, you know, to kind of explain it more briefly, her hers was, even though she'd been out of a marriage that had been abusive for like 15 years, thought it was all, you know, she was over all that. There was still a, some pain that was playing out in her external world, reflecting back to her what was unresolved. And, and the, she, her work environment was reflecting that same abusive sort of you know, place that she had been in. And as that dissolved, plus her, the, her gifts had been, um, like very intuitive, but also the way she tuned into people, she had a really special way of tuning into people. And she was holding all of that out of her work because as a child, she was, you know, told you can't do that. You can't be that. And you better get rid of that. And so she did. Um, but as that, those wounds were cleared off and she brought that forward. Um, she, she, her work became very, much more effective, but also very specifically the day we worked with, um, the relationship piece, she left our call, got on the phone, was headed back to work, called her partner and said, you know, you're not going to believe what just happened. This was just amazing in terms of what, how free she felt from the past. Um, and forty-five minutes later, she called him back and said, "I've just been fired," <laughs> <laughs> and this is perfect. Um, so you know, she'd had her intentions in place. She knew how these things worked, so it was good. She she didn't, even though it was scary, because uh, she had she made you know she had a six figure income. She didn't know exactly what the timing of things was going to be, but she knew that basically, you know, the things had. Happened that quickly to to spit her out, so to speak, of the old environment, the destructive environment that no longer fit because she was ready for a new one. Um, And yeah, that's it, it's not always that fast, but those are a couple of examples. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> how it works. Yeah. As people
0: cower and think, oh my God, if I, if I, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Whoa. But- well, maybe the better way is to say it, it's not always that dramatic.
0: Well, um, yeah. Yeah, that end, and, and um, this was something that ultimately her, you know, her higher self really wanted to have happen. It wasn't like a exactly. quote-unquote bad thing, like oh my god, and then she got fired, you know. But it was something that was already yearning uh, to happen, and and it was just yes. the the way in which it presented itself.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and within, so she revamped, we revamped her intentions and what she did want to create and with six, within six weeks, she was in negotiations with a new company. So, yeah,
0: yeah that's very
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Very, very cool. Um, I was going to say one, one of the things, oh, one of the things that I'd love to know, just cause I can ask, uh, is <laughs> where, how, how did your Monday wisdoms come about? And, and I'll describe the Monday wisdoms for people who are listening to audio and haven't seen them before, every every Monday, uh, Shelley's uh, sends out an email with these, I don't know, they're part, I, I see them almost as like part mantra, part poetry, part intention, part, I don't know, just a beautiful piece of <laughs> words and such. And of course, a beautiful design because she's got that gift that I I so admire, but do not have of, of making things look very pretty. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I know they were
1: birthed from somewhere. And so how did those come about? Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, at first I, I've got to give credit to my designer. I mean, certainly I kind of showed her what I wanted, but Crystal, um, Posse, a photographer as well designs those every week um just so you know and then <clears throat> for the for i write the i write the monday wisdom and how it came about i had been writing a lot of you know publishing an article um and par- as well as my own ezine um for a few years in my work and i as things were shifting i wanted some um you know, you, were, you know we were getting this feedback that people wanted some kind of shorter thing, perhaps. And I think that's kind of how it came about. Plus, I just felt inspired to write something that was, in addition to the longer articles I was still writing at the time, that was brief and pithy, that people could, you know, just grab that and be nourished by it if they didn't want to take the time for the longer articles. It was another way to reach people and, and nourish them. And that started in late 08, I think November of 08. So I started writing those and I was writing both at this, at the time. And then I decided in 2012, um, later 2012 to let go of the longer articles on a constant basis and found that You know, people really just loved receiving the Monday wisdom and, and I loved writing them, (laughs) you know, and, and that's kind of, it, it was really that simple. It was like, you know, it feels like people would benefit and I would love to write something that's shorter that, um, they can soak in really quickly, uh, and inspires them every week, um, without having to, you know, digest some really long email from me, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it kind of, at least for my personal experience, when I read them every week Mm -hmm. is like, you know, it's nourishing, it's inspiring and it kind of stays with me even if I don't remember any of the words. So Uh it's such a perfect reflection of your work, which much of the transformation happens like almost in the ether, at least For me personally, and from what I'm hearing in the stories of your clients, is it's like it happens out there in a way that you can't quite touch it, put your fingers on, wrap your head around, but that's what makes it so unique. Yeah. So with that little perfect essence of the Monday wisdoms and how it, like I, I feel like it just really represents in a way I can't really explain part of how, yeah. uh, that nebulousness of how you work, but yet yeah, bam, it's there. So maybe you could talk about, um, your soul in business, what that's about. Yeah.
1: So your soul in business is about, um, discovering the essence of what your core gift is, what you really give the world. Um, and it gets people out of the left brain idea of their, quote you know, quote unquote purpose um, and into a very right brain, more esoteric kind of understanding of what they give. So because this is who they are. I mean, this is going to be true for the rest of their life, it was, it's how they came into the world and it will always be who they are. And it's something they're constantly unfolding. You know, it's unlimited. Um, so that, and I just taught this this weekend. So it's really, you know, fresh, um, in terms of what people are experiencing and and what they do experience. People who have done purpose work for decades, have you know come to this and get this whole completely new I new understanding of who they are and how they work um and their work changes both intentionally you know in whatever way they want it to unfold but I've also found that people who take the content they get their what I call your elements it's your outer element and your inner element what you give and what feeds it Um, and they might fold up the mind map and this whole thing that we create and put it in their drawer, but their, their business and their lives still keeps, starts to change organically. Um, in fact, one woman, you know, came to the second, the sequel of it and was talking about kind of nonchalantly, yeah, I'm not quite sure what all has changed, but then she went on to describe and we're all sort of quietly laughing as she's talking <laughs> because she's saying, yeah, I, you know, I left this one company and I started my own business and I did this and I did that. And it was all rather natural because she was connected with who she is rather than trying to work out of, you know, an idea of purpose. Um, so it, and it came out of my own evolution. Um, uh, uh, somebody who was advising me at the time, a few years ago said, you know, Shelly, what are you really in the business of? And in rambling around with that for weeks and weeks, um, you, because whenever I was trying to answer it from a, well, this is what I do sort of thing, or some sort of left brain idea of purpose, <clears throat> it wasn't it. And as I started getting to what I'm, who I really am and, and, and I have to tell you, even though I came to some version of that at that point, it's been an evolution mm-hmm. because I didn't I didn't have a me doing it for me. I could do it for everybody else. <laughs> but nonetheless, I reverse engineered my process that I took myself through and I started using it with clients. And one of my clients was, was saying, You know, you've really gotta be teaching this. This is it created such change in her life. And so so I did. And it's been this you know, sort of surprising and powerful thing that people experience that they go you know because they expect a more linear exploration of what they're here to do and that this this whole step by step thing is going to drop out of the clouds and they know their next you know and sometimes they do get this epiphany um like one of my clients decided to after being an attorney for 20 years and a successful one decided to leave the courtroom and become, uh, and start a mediation practice. So it was this a whole other way of getting to express who she is once she understood who she is. And, and yet oftentimes it's a little, it's a little more, um, not quite so instant or not quite so, uh, clear steps. And, They get in connection with this essence, you know, it might sound like they're really in the business of untangling power or they're, Mm. you know, they're in the business of um, integrating the self or expressive existence or putting systems right. And then they're also, you know, we're discovering what's the key pattern of struggle they've had in their life because your wound and your purpose are woven together. And when you get to, you know, release the pain of that pattern, you know, that, that, that path that you've been on um, and release the wisdom of it, it's always been leading you to your greatest strength. And that's what we draw out as I work quite a bit one-on-one within the group um, to liberate that so you can be delivering that deliberately and then discovering all the forms that that wants to take.
0: Yeah, because it can take so many different forms.
1: Oh yeah, I mean you could as a parent, as a sailboat builder, as a you know as a stockbroker, whatever it is you're, however you want to play it out. Yeah, yeah. But Uh, but I will say those those forms do become clear um, because you know I'm also working with what makes you come alive. So you're getting in touch with what your true values are, how you want to feel in life, and when your integrity with that and all those pieces are are humming together in life's rhythm right then then you are living in your purpose what's most challenging for people is and and this is what we're working with energetically in the workshop is do can i really trust that i can be paid well (laughs) to do to, to do to be this and also really am i really that you know, can I, do I have permission to be that in the world? You know, and absolutely. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah. Because I see, um, well, myself and people I work with struggle with, like, the little things. Like, do I really have permission to shut off my computer at 4 o'clock if I want to <laughs> do something? Right? So, <laughs> and you're grappling with this bigger thing on an energetic level. So, there's this bigger, like, could I really? <laughs>
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you know and we're here to whatever we teach we're here to learn you know so you know that that's been my path as well Mm -hmm. you know is um you know how i've grappled with being um a healer a spiritual mentor a business mentor um all these you know all these ways that it plays out a writer you know yeah
0: yeah so yeah, it's so good. I mean, if it's easily describable and very linear, then it's probably not for me is usually the way I <laughs> Yeah. It's not a not a fit. There's not enough richness there and and somewhere yeah. somewhere earlier in the con- conversation we were talking about how people feel like well they just don't quite fit or people don't get them and that's definitely a through line of my story and still there
1: <laughs> yeah well and you can you know that can be totally transformed so yeah. that you you people do get you you know that's a you know so the belief part of that or whatever holds that place is gone and you're feeling like your tribe is lined up you know ready to meet you you know out, you know, just, and and you're surrounded by it um i know that for myself i had to really do some work there to keep you know surrender surrender some more trust some more trust some more and let these people show up and let the ones that weren't aligned even though that they were wonderful people um um let myself let them go Mm -hmm. from my life you know Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah allow it to um have its season and have it end even when it's good just allow it to go
1: yeah because you know i felt I'm such a loyal person. I felt such a responsibility to maintain these relationships, um, that I realized weren't particularly nourishing me. Um, that's been certainly one of my life, um, lessons mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. 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 For Let- me, the trick
0: is letting go earlier. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. because like I've been at, like I've noticed patterns in myself, like, okay, I'll stay with, a you know, with a group or a networking group or a group of people or an activity or something when, you know, trying to make it work, trying to make it work, and it's not quite doing and it just needs to gracefully be like, okay, it's served its chapter, its chapter's over and, you know, move along uh, and open up for something new. And and it can be um, hard to recognize that more proactively, but that's something that, you know, I see changing in my own world too. So it's cool.
1: Yeah. Well, in our life is this world is shifting so fast <laughs> yeah. the, those kinds of things are happening quicker and quicker, and you, you know allow this person or whoever you know to float through your life be grateful for what they contribute, and they may be gone in a moment you know um i I had i i have these or you know, I grew up with these ideas of longevity and this long term loyalty, and those people are there in my life, and yet I was i was i was attached you know it's been a, a growth um one of my growth pieces has been to release attachment and stop calling it loyalty you know um mm. let things go hmm. so hmm. i like that release attachment and stop calling it loyalty yeah <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> you're yeah. chewing on that i can hear that <laughs> yeah well it's just I i like
0: that that's I, I, I find these things when they hit, they hit and you, you have to take a moment for myself. One of my life lessons is being able to slow down and breathe and take it in and, and uh, uh, so that you yeah. can hear those things when they, <laughs> when they yeah. arrive. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I always ask everybody who comes on the podcast this question. So I'm going to ask you as well. And that is what does being an active entrepreneur mean to you?
1: mm. Well, I'm very much an adventurer um, and an athlete, naturally, and I I like being out. So part of being an active entrepreneur has been really becoming faithful to play as one of my core um, values and I think one of the core necessities of who we are as human beings and making sure that I live a whole life, W-H-O-L-E, and that being, getting out in nature, so for me, one of my favorite places in nature is arid spaces, and I live now uh, in a climate so that I can be close to family and whatnot that, you know, rains more than I would enjoy, but I live close to hiking and so forth that's in a drier area and I get into this blue sky and these, or on the water in a kayak or these various ways of adventuring. um, And that create an active lifestyle where I get to fulfill all of that. And it's not an either, or that the active life feeds my work and the work feeds my activity. And it's a, it's all one, one life.
0: Yeah. yeah. I had a mentor once tell me like when I am biking, when I am hiking, that that actually is part of running my business because without, without it, it wouldn't happen. So that was a, and I try to remind myself that like stepping away is as much as being in it as being in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, you know, my writing comes in those times. You know, when I'm filling myself that way, or you know, as much as in a meditation corner or sitting at my laptop, if I'm not going out and doing that, my writing runs dry. You know.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. The well runs dry. Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, I could talk to you for weeks, but uh, it's
1: so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. I.
0: I really really could uh I, so. I also want to let people know how they can work with you and what kind of things you have coming up next and i know one of the things that you have going on that keeps calling to me is this idea that you just keep doing these really unique retreats in very beautiful spaces so maybe you'll tell us a little bit about that as well
1: yeah so my next your soul and business retreat the two day retreat is coming up in february uh we're doing it in portland oregon and then the whole calendar for the year will be coming up Um, and I, you know, if people, I can do them in your neck of paradise, or if you have a time and you want a group of people, um, you know, when I can arrange it out here, that's fine too. I'll set up a, even an overnight retreat, but it's a two day retreat where we get to do just what we were talking about earlier. Um, that's February 4th and 5th. I also work one-on-one with people um, in three- and six-month segments in creating whatever it is you want to create, as well as liberating the spirit, your own spirit, from whatever is you know, keeping you from where you want to go. And and we can do the one-on the your soul and business in a one-on-one setting as well. So um, those are some of what I'm doing, as well as I love writing. I'm publishing my book on changing the vibration of food. Right now, yeah. <laughs> the coffee Sorry shop. About that. Is, I was gonna say the coffee yeah. shop
0: is revolting. Um, Sorry. No. So, no. I, do
1: you want me to repeat that? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I'm also um, publishing my book on changing the vibration of food. I'm that. I'm finishing writing that, and you can subscribe to my Monday Wisdoms at my website, theselfconnection dot com. Yeah, I'll so, and then you'll find you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, lots of ways to hang out with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely um, include those links in okay. the in the show notes. Um, okay, thank and, you. And do you do something? I was reading your website again today because your new website is so beautiful. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, Creative Alchemy is that another set of your retreats? Is that what I'm yes. reading? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. In creative alchemy, um, what we do there, that's again, a two day retreat. I like to do that one overnight and head out like I've done it up in the gorge, um, as well as out by the coast and where we're immersing ourselves in uncreating discreating, no matter what, you know, how successful you are, where you are, what are you ready to let go of, um, uncreate and release and then, what do you want to create? And we're doing it's a it's we're working energetically, we're you're co- collaborating with whoever's there to vision, um, eat together, uh, w- play together in r- releasing what is and going on to a, a, a opening up to a much greater vision of what wants to take place for you. Mm, mm, cool,
0: very yeah. neat, I love that. Uh, yeah. so. With that, I will, uh, I guess it's time for us to bid adieu. Uh, but I oh, really, I, I know <laughs> I could go on. Uh, but I want to yeah. thank you for taking time out of your, your active and exciting life because I love looking at your photos and your adventures, uh, and spending time <laughs> here talking to people because I, I really do sense that you, you talk about this in a way that's very able to be grasped, even if People might be a little skeptical at first because it's a very Uh practical and pragmatic way that you work, but yet it's so expansive, too. So it's not like a scary thing, you know, for people who otherwise might be like, well, I don't know, energetically, what does that mean? If they're just curious, that's all they need.
1: Yeah. Curious Curious and open. And curious, open, and I'd say and trust. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking with a new client this morning and she was the similar, you know, she's, she's aware of this kind of, um, way of going about life and yet feels a little skeptical and, and also diving right in cause she's totally excited. Um, and we do, you know, that's one of the things people love about working with me is that I'm both the, the, the blend of the mystical and the practical. So we're putting street feet to what your, liberating and freeing yourself of and dissolving and and what that looks like in your in your world
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i love that well thank you again
1: you're welcome paula thank you for the invitation